Welcome to our first episode, Building the Foundation podcast, where we will talk about Teach Up. I am Marilyn Shawlett, and joining me is Ashley Nodgard from the District Communication Team. Hi, Ashley. Hello. Um, so we've seen the message in different ways throughout our school district. Uh, you've seen the t-shirts. We've seen the teachers wearing them proudly. We've seen the hashtag. Yep, on social media. So uh, so we are going to take a dive into that initiative here in this episode. We will find out what it means for the district and what's being done in a couple of our schools. Our guests our guests today are Dr. Jim Sutphin, superintendent of the Millard Public Schools, Jason Farwell, principal at Cody Elementary, and Eric Granjanette, principal at Anderson Middle School. everyone. Thank you for joining us today to discuss this important initiative that is happening throughout our school district. I'm going to start with Dr. Sutphin. Tell us what Teach Up means and what do you hope will come of this message in our school district? Thank you for having us today. Looking forward to it. So Teach Up, what a great opportunity for all of us. We know that students come to us at different levels along their academic, academic line till graduation. And Teach Up is, is fundamentally about reaching out and, and helping every student do a little bit better every day, to, to teach up, to have high expectations, to recognize that when they graduate, they have a choice. They can choose to go to the community college. They can choose to go into a trade. They can choose to go to a four-year school. They can choose to go directly into the workforce. But it's because they choose to do that because the opportunities were plentiful when they were as a student in our school district. For me... It comes down to the bottom line that is an intensity of belief, a fundamental philosophy that every student in our school district can learn and can meet our high expectations. And I think that's wonderful, and I think it's a great commitment to just, as Jim, you've said in the past, bring our best game to the classroom. Um, I think that's good for every child and school age child to to know and know that they can do that and that's and you know people are our greatest investment and we know that the staff members in this school district care deeply for kids so our job is to help equip them so that they can help kids learn up while they teach up and that's great and I think it's a great focus for us Um, and I know we chatted a little bit before that it's not something we're just doing I think it's been going on, but we want to share and, and really encourage it to, to foster and grow. So I am going to go ahead and ask, uh, what are the buildings doing? So Jason, what are you doing in your building to embrace this initiative? So one of the things that we're doing at Cody Elementary is just echoing what Dr. Sutphin talked about is meeting the students where they're at and setting goals. Um, but we have to have a plan to go with that goal as well. So sitting down with the teacher, sitting down with the student, and talking about what's a goal that they have this year. It's a when we talk about teach up, I think we're looking at academics, but we're also looking at behavioral. We're also looking at social emotionally as well. So what can we do to help every student where they come into us at at the beginning of the year? What can we do to teach up? them throughout the entire year so they can make progress. When we sit down with those goals, we want to make sure those goals are visible. We can't just come up with a goal and come up with a plan. It's something that we need to be visible inside the classroom. It's something that the students need to be able to refer back to at different times so they're making progress towards that goal. 
something that we talk about. We have Friday assemblies each and every week as we talk about our teach up. We talk about the students wanting to learn up. Um, our motto at Cody is being all in. So us as teachers are all in for our students. And so if we're wanting to be all in and we're going to teach up. We're going to meet every student where they're at and they're going to make that progress in the classroom. We want them to learn up. And so we talk about that every Friday, really uh, making sure the students understand that and just having that be a part of our culture um, at Cody Elementary. And we can do hard things. And so you'll see around our building when we talk about all the time is yes I can you know when things get hard yes I can students can make that progress throughout they're gonna have a great partnership with the classroom teacher and all the other teachers that can help them out and what we can do to make sure that they make progress and learn this year that's great and I also think adults could use that yes we can you know I think sometimes life feels busy and can I do that one more thing yes I can can I can I get through this week that I have a couple presentations or whatever I think that's a message that is not only important at, for students and teachers but also just our community you know we can do hard things we can rally around each other and be there for one another when we're going through tough times when we want to really support each other yes yes we can and I think that's great that you are doing that in your building and I'm sure the the students are really learning to kind of dig deep. And sometimes that's hard. That's not something that everybody can do. So um, that's wonderful. And now, Eric, we're going to talk about what's happening at Anderson Middle School. Yes. Uh, and thank you for letting me go last and have everybody steal my thunder. I appreciate that. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's fantastic. No, uh, a lot of similar things uh, that, that are happening across the district. Uh, it does look a little bit different in each building. Um, one thing that we're really focusing on at Anderson uh, since Teach Up really is really broad. Um, we are focusing on relationships. We are focusing on how do we relate to each and every kid, uh, understand what their invisible subtitles are, understand where they're coming from, what they need specifically in order to be successful. Um, getting into the weeds here a little bit, you know, as far as with teachers, teachers have been always striving to, to get kids where they need to be. Uh, and I think what we're doing here really is we're just, we have a lot of tools and we're, we're essentially kind of going through the garage a little bit, you know, to use an example. We're really just kind of finding what are those best tools that are out there? What are things that are out there that we know work? And then we have to be willing to try those different things with students to ensure that we are finding the right tool. Um, a piece of that at Anderson would be just a really intentional planning um, and a focus on planning. Uh, what, what are we doing in our PLCs, our professional learning communities, which would be a group of teachers that are, that are talking about the same content, that are teaching the same content, and how are we assessing those kids? How do we know what they know? And what's our plan, kind of like Jason said, what's our plan uh, if we find out they don't quite know it yet? And so moving forward, it's, it's, it's really a combination between the relationship piece tying into what's, what's the best tool, what's the best way to reach that kid and ensure that, that we are giving them what they need. Sure. And just out of curiosity at both schools, you know, are the students responding? Are they really able to, like, grasp? You know, we've talked about it. It's a broad topic. Um, and you have kids in elementary school and, and middle school. So are they engaged and are they really able to kind of get behind that, like you said, the yes, we can, and what tools, you know, are being used that you think, oh, those are really working? Yeah, so we have, we have students that may be in an intervention that may be getting some extra assistance outside of class, uh, and they accept that. They understand that. They know that's something they need. Uh, we have students that have other accommodations and supports that are in place that help them kind of get through their day. And so, yeah, our students have been very willing to, to accept that support. And that's obviously, it's a two-way street. Sure. We can provide that, and then we need students to, to respond to that as well. And they do. Uh, they do. 
I think some of it just comes down to having a conversation, right? Students need to feel comfortable when they're at school. They need to make sure that they have trusted adults. And I think we do a great job of that at our buildings and making sure sometimes it's just having a side conversation. If a student's having a tough day, just sitting down and having a conversation with them, being able to connect with them. What are some things that you have a common interest of? There's some students that we check in and check out with, you know, different times throughout the day. They need that support. They feel like they need that trusted adult in the building. And when they feel comfortable and they have that trusted adult, it could be their classroom teacher, which it is majority of time, or another time, another adult inside of our buildings. They have to feel comfortable. If we're going to make this teach-up movement work, we have to have good relationships with our students. And I think we do a really good job of making sure that we're proactive in a lot of those relationships. And so having those conversations and building those relationships is also a big part of the teach-up movement. Yeah, and I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. I have a kiddo in the district, and I know the relationships are super important to him and help him get up and get moving in the morning because he wants to see this teacher or that friend. Um, and those are things that, that matter. And so I think those are really excellent points to, to kind of bring home that a relationship with a trusted adult and friends, that's important to every kid at no matter what level we're meeting them at, whether it's high school or elementary. So um, thank you for sharing. And we're going to like kind of go into a little bit about success stories. So we know you've had a lot of kids walk through those doors at each school or in this district. Share a little something about like something you're really proud of, a success story um, that really progressed throughout that school year that you think, you know, wow, we we made a difference and this kid is on the right track, a good track. Um, even this, you know, even if it's a couple of months, doesn't have to be a whole school year, just kind of getting them from A to B where you can say, I feel like their their journey is going to be a good one to go. So you want to go first, yeah. Eric? Um, well, that's the best part of our job right there um, is being able to take a student that needs something that, that has a skill or a concept, something that they're struggling with, and being able to see kids grow. Um, you know, it's, it's sixth, seventh, and eighth grade is quite a, a gamut of uh, physical and, and mental and emotional and, and uh, a gamut there. And it's always just, it's just amazing to see the growth kids make between sixth and eighth grade. Just, it's, it's phenomenal. Um, one thing that we're really excited about at Anderson, we have a positive action classroom this year, uh, or a pack room uh, is what we're calling it. And we, we were able to get a, a grant from the state of Nebraska to uh, help get this program into our building. And this would be a place where we're just having kids go in and get additional supports, not only academically, but also socially and behaviorally to be able to be successful um, in, a, in a general population classroom. Um, and, you know, what comes to mind right out of the gate here would be we've got a student that, that last year had some struggles. Um, and in this year, because of that layer of support, as we talked about earlier, because of that layer of support is, is, is succeeding. Um, and is having some success and is starting to see um, that that behavior, once that's in uh, check, the academic piece is now coming in because they're able to, to get that um, instruction. So that's one that comes to mind right away. We're really excited about it. Right. Well, and to see them grow academically, see a smile on their face, yeah. um, see them feel comfortable walking in the door. Those are all things that I think everybody in a building can yeah. feel happy about and, and feel good in their heart. Um, so Jason, um, not to take away your, <laughs> I know you moved buildings. So, um, Jason was at, uh, Black Elk Elementary prior to, uh, Cody this year. So it may be a story from, 
from Black Elk, too, that you can think of. So one of the things that, you know, like Eric talked about, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, and you see so much growth is at Cody Elementary, we have preschool. Um, we have multiple preschools in the building. So to have students come in at three and some of those students stay till fifth grade, you see a lot of growth and you see get to know those students really, really well. So from the first day of school, having those preschoolers come in and if you're in those preschool classrooms, it's nothing but language and vocabulary and having the students be able to formulate some words now, feel comfortable inside the classroom, be able to ask certain questions and be able to point like those sort of things, like those very small milestones are huge impact in those classrooms. And sometimes we talk about the growth being in the core academics area, but one of the cool programs that we have at Cody is Sprouts. And that's where some of our younger students get opportunity to participate in violin. And so even this school year, so far, you know, we've got some level one students in preschool and kindergarten that have already learned two songs in just a very short amount of time and how to hold their violin and bow. And those level two students in first grade are also doing great and in diving into some new bow patterns and fingering. So little things like that is where we see some really good success stories. That's part of a grant um, that uh, Cody Elementary received a few years ago. And there is research to say if students are exposed to a musical instrument, their academic scores can you know, be strengthened because of that. Um, so, and I think too, one of the things that we have cool at Cody Elementary this year is we have a literacy coach. So we have a coach, a teacher, that's one of our best teachers in the district who's going around, and Disney also has this as well, but going around and coaching teachers and working with teachers on effective English language arts instruction. And so just to see the progress the teachers have made in the first cycle that we've done in kindergarten and first grade with students being more engaged and just different ideas to lessons and students and differentiating those stations to meet the needs of all of our students wherever they're at I think totally fits in with the teach up. Yeah that's wonderful. I love listening to those two stories these gentlemen shared and, I, and there's just hundreds of stories so I'm just going to share this one. Once a year on Memorial Day weekend we gather and we have 1700 students graduate from high school and every single one of them has an individualized, personalized story of something they've overcome during their, their time as a student, something they've achieved, but ultimately they have reached up and succeeded by meeting our academic standards and have earned the privilege and the right to receive their diploma. And that's a big deal. That's an awesome deal. And that is, and for me, it's my favorite day of the entire year to watch these kids put the, the final touches on their academic preparation so that they can go and live up because we taught up. Right. That's wonderful. And I do think um, if you haven't been a, been a part of those ceremonies, uh, hopefully you will. Our audience will, if they have children in the district, what a proud moment. Um, I'm a graduate. You are a graduate. Um, and things look a little different now. But um, still just as important badge of honor, I think, to have graduated from Millard with um, such wonderful, rigorous coursework. It is, like you said, a very big milestone and a badge of honor, I think. So um, I think we have hit a little bit about Teach Up. I think, you know, we are hopefully sharing that news with people. Um, it is so broad. We want people to be able to kind of hear some stories and kind of get a better feel for what you're seeing. You know, you see the hashtag, you see the teachers wearing the shirts, and those are great things. But I think being able to hear stories and some real life um, examples makes a huge, huge difference to really say, 
gosh, as a parent, as a community member, how can I live this mantra too and help strengthen our community and our school district? So it's a good reminder for us all. Um, I'm not going to say goodbye yet because this is a surprise. We're going to play a game. Oh, oh. Ah, before we end, that's right. This is going to be fun. Um, well, we're going to do a 30-second. You can each take a crack, and we will see who can get it the most named. How many elementary schools you can name in 30 seconds? Not fair to the middle schooler. So unfair. So I know. unfair. Right. I know. But the middle schools, you would have been done in a, right. in a snap. So, And I don't know. Jason, he maybe isn't a memorizer. So maybe this isn't going to be his strong suit either. But we do. Jim quit cheating. Um, <laughs> we will. Uh, he's always connected yeah, to something. So he's... Uh, <laughs> We will have Jim go first because uh, he's cheating. So, um, okay, Ashley is going to be our time clock. He's, um, could I also let you know, Jim is looking at our, our app, the Millard app. So if you have not had a chance to download that, on, um, go to your app store, get the Millard app. You can cheat just like Jim. So whatever works. I mean, if, Let's see how quick he can talk in 30 seconds. Okay, ready? 30 Hold on. I need a beat. Oh, I I need to make track. Okay. Abbott, Ackerman, Aldridge, Black Elk, Brian, Cather, Cody, Cottonwood, Disney, Ezra. Oh, I lost my spot. <laughs> Harvey Oaks, Hitchcock, Holling, Montclair, Morton, Iheart, Norris, Reagan, Reader, Rockwell, Rower, Sandoz, Upchurch, Wheeler, Willowdale. Let's teach it up, folks. Nice All right, folks. That Man, was like 16 seconds. 16 seconds. I'm not getting them in 30 seconds. 16 seconds. Very good. Very good. School. I am learning a lot. <laughs> I, a technicality. A Ashley. Default uh, win. We should. Yeah. We you too. Yeah. I, uh, I feel like you were maybe trying to get the beat of the United States song. You nope. remember that? It was not that song. It was not that no. song. Okay. I Come just, let us admin try to tell the elementary schools we know so well. Well, now, Remix. Folks, I mean, <laughs> I should have had Jim go last. Man. Sorry, guys. Wow. Sorry. You were a Miller West music. Well, we've got Jim at 16 seconds. Jason is cheating as well. So this has turned into great fun. This is, now just, how this is just resources. For the record, so I'd like to point out I have not cheated yet, nor am I seeking to cheat. I just okay, think that's, I think that's an honorable note here. Yes. That's right. And there are prizes, so there is something to say. Well, if you aren't using a resource, that, maybe you will be better. If he okay. goes past 16 seconds, do we get the buzz him? Oh, look, he wants to yeah. play the real way. He is. Look uh -huh. at you, Jason. Way to go. I'm going to try. Okay. Should I try to do the secondary schools? Because, you know, like, you know, Eric's kind of at a disadvantage here <laughs> sure. know, being a secondary person. I think. We'll just do secondary schools overall. I'm 35. Name 35. Can you do yeah. 35? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Ashley, tell him when. Oh. So Horizon, Millard West, Millard South, Millard North. We have Russell, we have Kiewit, we have Anderson, we have Central, uh, Beetle. So I'm going to miss one. Uh, and then the elementary, we have Ackerman, Abbott, um, Willowdale, Upchurch, Reagan, Reader, Rower, Cody, Montclair, Sandoz, Hitchcock, Harvey Oaks. Oh, now I'm drawing another way. Willowdale. Um, think that might have been Norris Wheeler okay all right I gotta tally that up but uh, that, was really that was impressive that was impressive all right I've, I was gonna say I've already heard the answers I, I mean I just missed, I, so I, I missed theoretically I should get them all he's sitting here with me 
You did miss North Middle. Did he say Central? He Can we go to the replay? I think he missed North Middle. He's sitting Sorry, at 23, 23, so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say Black Elk, I don't think. I don't think you did either. But you did say Willadel twice, so that feels good. You feel good about the Wildcats. I actually have these memorized, uh, so I'll, I'll make it challenging for me, and oh. I will say them in, in alphabet, uh, alphabetical order, but in reverse. Just to add a little, oh, well, I mean, I'll just try to something. challenge myself a okay, little bit. Okay, yeah. Teach yourself up, right? See if I can do it in one breath. Does that sound good? I think so. Okay. Ready? Here we go. <clears throat> go. Willowdale, Wheeler, Upchurch, Sandoz, Rower, Rockwell, Reader, Reagan, Norris, Nyhart, Morton, Montclair, Holling Heights, Hitchcock, Harvey Oaks, Ezra, Disney, Cottonwood, Cody, Cather, oh, Brian, Black Elk, Aldridge, Ackerman, and Abbott. <laughs> I think it was one breath. I the last three. With I think that's, I, I clearly, would say, did I, do we have a time on that? Do we have a time? You so beat I did Jim, it. too. I you beat Jim. If I could get a T-shirt and a plaque with just stating that, that would be... I beat Jim. That I beat Jim? That would <laughs> right. be... Well, we have the next best thing. Uh, we do have a USB hub. Oh, little that is amazing. F- for you, for your computer. And don't worry, you Thank don't you. walk away empty-handed. We do much. have oh, a little scooters. coffee, scooters, wow. uh, card for you each for playing. Thank you. Thank, uh, you. thank you for being good sports. <laughs> I think with such a fun topic like Teach Up, we had to end with some fun. Um, but more importantly, uh, thank you so much for sharing your time. Woo, that was a little fun. Uh, you could tell the competition was in the air. Um, thanks for joining us to uh, hear a little bit about that Teach Up initiative. Such an important piece of our district um, and something everyone's really concentrating on this year. Who knew Jim Sutphin was so competitive? Right, I did not. And uh, I actually uh, was a little surprised with some of the singing. Yes. So i uh, very impressed. So uh, join us next time as we talk to Dr. Matt Schieber and Dr. Brian Hohenstein from Smile Station Pediatric Dentistry. Dr. Matt and Dr. Brian are both Millard alums. We'll be talking about Halloween candy. All right, Ashley. Halloween candy's out there. It's hard to it's stay out of. It's already on the shelves. I'm trying not to, you know, p- drop some into my cart every time I walk by it. But And they have all kinds. I mean, if you ever had a candy bar that you wanted, you can see it in the fun size. It's out there now. So on the count of three, let's play this little game. What's your favorite candy? So let's say it at the same time. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Reese's. I almost went Reese's in at the last second. Peanut butter chocolate. Peanut butter chocolate. Totally. I feel like I only want Milky Way at Halloween. Really? Have you had the Simply Caramel Milky Way? I actually have not, so. (laughs) Try that. Okay. (laughs) All right, guys. Okay. Game on. That's right. All right. Thanks for listening today, and we'll chat soon. (laughs) 